0: The All-Star app, the number one app in the business. UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. October 29th, you return to featherweight, and you're facing Chase Hooper. A lot of people are going to look at this as a, a striker versus grappler matchup. Going deeper, man, what separates you from him?
1: Well, I mean, I think there's a couple things that separate me from him. I feel like my striking definitely uh, separates me from him i'm not saying that like he's terrible strike or anything i'm just saying i've been known for my striking and he's not Uh, i'm not saying he can't i'm just saying like he's finishing fights with his submissions he's finishing his fights with his grappling um he, he has some good tkos but it mainly comes from like wearing them down grappling so um I think that kind of separates us a little bit. Obviously, he's 22, I'm 30, I have more experience, um, I have more fights. So I do think that, like, there's a couple things that do um, separate us, but those are probably the biggest that I can highlight.
0: Yeah, his style is is no secret, and we've gotten to see him develop over the years inside Mm -hmm. that octagon. What have you seen from him that has impressed you?
1: Um, one, he's very durable. So like, he's, he's very hard to put away. I think that he, um, he has a chin on him and stuff. And, um, you know, man, like he, you can tell he's not a dumb kid. Like you just can tell, like he's, he's thinking in there. He's, he's problem solving, which all of us are problem solvers in, in the cage. And I think that, um, I think he does that pretty well. I do think that like, there's still holes in his game uh that are going to um eventually be closed up but because he's still like he's still fresh you know he's going to make mistakes i've I've been doing this for 15 years and i still make mistakes so um nothing really against him it's just it's just part of the process really
0: you had a similar situation with bellator earlier in your career that he has with the ufc right now what did you most from those fights
1: I kind of know, well, I didn't know I had issues until I had to, like, actually figure it out into the, honestly, in the middle of the fight sometimes, which was, like, not something I was really dealing with, like, in training, where, uh, like, back in the day, I'd honestly get, like, held against the cage or uh, my footwork and my movement and everything like that I thought was um, pretty much preventing me from getting hit, which I didn't really take very much damage. But it ended up getting me stuck on the cage because people couldn't catch me or they couldn't hit me. So they get <clears throat> frustrated and they would just pretty much just either lay and pray or they'd be against the cage and you're dirty boxing off the cage. And that's really the only way I've ever really lost is those type of ways. And I think those fights early on in the career made me force me to grow. And so we had to develop a, a little bit different style, um, especially being at 35. I was very, very tall for my weight class. Um, Most of my fights were there, and I fought a lot more shorter people. Now that I'm going to 45 and 55, they're a little bit taller, stronger, they hit harder. Um, Some things I took into account, some things I didn't, but uh, those are are some of the things that I faced, and I think that he's kind of on that same path. I was that kid um, a few years ago, man, if not more, you know, and uh, I got a lot of respect for him and, you know, I'm, I've always been – I've been kind of a fan anyways. You know, I like to watch – I always liked underdogs. I like those type of people, and he's been one. And I think um, his career is, is going to go far. I just I, – it's going to be speed bump facing me.
0: Yeah, a lot of people ha- had written him off, you know, really early. Like, he had a he had a win, then he had a loss. And you, when you lose one time, people are just, like, already jumping off the, the bandwagon, sort of say. it's.
1: Oh, you it's, suck. It's like, as wild. soon as you – yeah, you lose, you suck. Like, that's, that's how it is. Like, in this sport, like, that's how spectators view us. They're like, oh, he's so good. Ah, oh, he's overrated. Oh, he's he's not as good as we thought. Like, you know, uh, athletes are so um, judged off of just, like, certain things. And we're humans. We make mistakes. Like, we, we're just people. Just, like, damn. The, the difference is that, like, we were um, brave enough to chase dreams. We were brave enough to step in front of hundreds and millions, thousands and millions of people uh being watched all over the world and get to do it and what sucks about our sport is if you mess up it's detrimental you know uh to your career embarrassing you know what i mean but when you win it's one of the highest highs you'll ever feel so um you know it, it's it's bittersweet and it kind of it sucks is. but it's it what is it's
0: you know, other sports, you know, let, let's say you're a pitcher. Someone hits a home run off of you. You know, it's a highlight, but it's not like, you know, you go to the next guy. The next batter comes up and right, right away, you know, you can erase that by striking the dude out. But in this sport, it's not like that. You, you become a meme. You become a highlight reel, which can be used over and over. You know, it does. People don't think that deep into it, man.
1: I wish they would. When I when I like because I used to be part of like team sports. I used to play baseball. I used to play football. Um, you know, I. I'll just use me, for example, I used to play first base. If I ever missed like a grounder or I kind of messed up, I had an outfielder behind me and he could, you know, back me up. And there, if I fall down because I got hit, no one's going to back me up. I have to get up or the rest going to stop it or he's going to stop it. So uh, it's, it's, you know, that's a whole lot different than having a team sport. You know, you're in there with another guy trained to kill you, another guy to train whoever that person is uh you know they're gonna they're gonna dictate whether that person is losing the fight or winning the fight and it should be stopped
0: so yeah how wild would it be if this sport eventually evolved into like like a team sport like you could like if you got knocked down you could just tag your your
1: teammate in and then he fights this has always been like a thought of mine so it's cool that you that you thought about that i don't know like this is just like you know a shot of, out of cannon but I I would like to do like almost like a team sport, but like you have like you have let's say like a fight every month, but you do you're facing like gyms or like even like states that are backing these fighters, but you have every weight class. So let's say like you have twelve fights, you have twelve uh one person from each um, weight class. And yeah. it's like New Mexico versus Florida. You know, whoever wins that, uh, whoever wins all out of all the all the matches, they win that. You know, that series or whatever. I don't know. I always thought it's like, like March Madness. Idea.
0: It's kind of like what you're saying is like March Madness for fighting. You know, we're state states, and you just it's a huge bracket. In, but it's it's an idea, man. But man, it, it's crazy enough to just have like one event. You know, you you know you know the behind the scenes, man. There's so much that goes into. Yeah putting on events that but hey you never know what this fight will evo- this fight game will evolve into in like 10 15 20 years so it could be an idea yeah. we might be talking about right now and it, it happens 50 years from now and right now we're crazy people but you know who knows
1: yeah yeah I mean they just like they thought when New York started that it was you know <laughs> the wildest idea and it's not going to work and now we're the fastest growing sport in the world and people probably watch our sport more than others you know
0: yeah no doubt um you revealed that you had an injury going into your last fight. How difficult was it to manage the injury traveling across the world?
1: Uh, I didn't really want to talk about it too much, but it was uh I had a uh, couple of hairline fractures in my collarbone so you know you just have to figure out a way it didn't really you know work out for me and I thought I was like good enough to go out there and try to compete and then uh things happen. This is our our very unforgiving sport. And yeah, that night was very unforgiving for me. So, uh, it's, it's, uh, being taken care of. And I'm, I'm honestly, I can say that I'm, I'm much more healthier and, uh, we're good to go. You know what I mean? I know like back in the day, like people weren't aware of it, but obviously we're not gonna gonna talk about it, you know, but I'm, I'm better now.
0: Yeah. You know, it's different when you're going to Vegas, from New Mexico compared to like going from New Mexico to the other side of the world and you're yeah. in an airplane. You know what I mean? Hairline fractures, you know, people don't, they don't want you to fly if you have like a, a broken orbital or whatever, right? Cause yeah. they, they're worried. Did you have pain in your, in your color? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't,
1: I couldn't throw my whole right side uh, weeks leading to the fight. But um, uh, luckily, you know, UC has such a great uh, team out there and uh the massage therapist she was able to get me to like actually move it and i could actually kind of throw a little bit better um there's not like much to it but um you just couldn't tell that it was like completely injured so i mean in a way like it was it was usable it wasn't my it wasn't a tool that i'm used to having uh but um you know bro you happen. you masked you
0: masked it so well because I was in Singapore and I saw you walking around before the fight and and like you did the you know the media stuff and everything and it was just like you couldn't tell anything man it was fighters they could hide stuff so well
1: you well you practice you should practice your poker face almost every single day because you know we're we're in the hurting business and mm-hmm. it's hilarious because in training it's almost ironic because I'm training to hurt you without hurting you. With pads on so that we can keep hurting each other it's just it's so weird but um you have to develop a good poker face and uh any fighter that goes to like an event and they're 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 dying and like they can't move or whatever i'm like bro like just either you're asking for attention or you just you probably shouldn't compete so um I, i regardless like i went out there still trying to win and uh he was a better man that day so uh kudos to him i still feel like nine out of ten times i beat that guy and the one time he got me so it is i have have two options i can let it bother me or i can move on get better from it and uh i chose that route
0: nothing but respect man for for doing that man uh, you you know nine out of ten dudes would pull out i guarantee it that's you know and i would not even be mad you know maybe like you you explain like what happened you pull out hey respect man get back into the in the training room, recover and do, do your thing. Um, training camp, you know, Jackson Wink, uh, are there other spots that you train at?
1: Uh, well, that's, no, that's like my main training spot. Now I used to train at a boxing gym. It was called Danum Rose hideout, but I haven't been, uh, been there re- recently. His, uh, his dad had died and he had kind of just, kind of just been struggling with that. So, um, Jackson Wink has been my, you know, my main gym place I'm at. And then if I'm not there, I'm at my house, I have a home gym at my house and I have, he makes it come out to my gym and um you know i do my training conditioning out of my house and my garage and stuff and it's cool i had a, the money that i've made over the sport you know over the time is just uh i invested in myself so i just pretty much i always wanted to make sure i always had a spot to train at so i have mats i got bags i got uh i got a air dime bike i got weights i got box jumps you know dummies you name it speed bags everything i have everything so uh, blessed enough to have that and oh oh and never have an excuse to not train so it's great. Yeah.
0: yeah it's right out a few steps from you know your your bedroom uh it's yeah it's definitely yeah. excuses. Um you know you're going from that that arena crowd in Singapore to to the UFC Apex, right? I don't even know if they're gonna allow people in anymore because they're talking about they're doing that VR metaverse stuff mm. at the Apex. So you know so it'll be quiet, you know it, you're able to hear everything, you know. You're even able to hear the people's feet moving, which is crazy sometimes. Yeah. How you know? How does that benefit a fighter?
1: Um, it there's pros and cons to it. So like, I fought contender series, and when I fought Charles Ontiveros, like it was at the apex, and it was very quiet. Some people were allowed in. Um, the only thing I don't like about the apex is that, like, I can't have my family come out. They don't let me, like, bring my family out, which I don't understand why, because there's always like empty seats. But it's not my problem, I guess. Uh, or I guess it is my problem, it's not, you know, it's not a bunch of them. But um, I think that it benefits you in the sense like everything's clear. But there's just something about having a crowd and you feel the energy. And you know, sometimes people are shouting your name. People are shouting from what country you're from. Uh, they just just knowing people just are like behind you. It's in the moment. It's uh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing feeling. And when you're in a very quiet situation, um, it's like weird in the sense that I can hear exactly what they're coaching. You know, their fighter and. My instructions, and you know, you have to get really good at your your codes and stuff like that. If you have those, um, so like I said, it's 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 has both, you know, pros and cons to it. And I think that you can you can look at it in in certain ways. You can hate it and probably not do well, or you can just accept it and just be like well, it is what it is. Like I just you know, this is my coaches, and I do what I do every single day, and I just do it that one night and just do it to the best of my ability.
0: Big stakes, man, in this fight coming up against Chase Hooper. You know, how do you envision yourself performing?
1: I always envision myself winning. Like mm-hmm. I like if we have to we bring we have to bring out the dog, we bring out the dog, man. Like he is he's so tough. And like I give him a lot of props for that because being a young dude, you have to be because people don't people don't take you seriously. They don't think that you're a good fighter. They don't think that you're as good as you think you are. And that's that's probably why I really like Case Hooper is because um, that specific reason I knew I knew what that felt like. You know, you don't look like a fighter. You don't have to look like a fighter. I'm an athlete. Um, and I can do a lot more than most people. And you have this mentality that, like, most people don't have. And so it's cool to see that in him. I know I have it in me. And as long as I have, you know, in my body, I'm going to fight. So, you know, I don't. And I think he has that. So you could see a dog fight. You could see a dog fight. At the end of the day, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure my hands are raised.
0: October 29th, UFC Fight Night in Las Vegas. If you want to know more about the event, go download the All Star app in the descriptions. Thank you, Steve, for the time. It is gonna be a dog fight, man. K Super, he's a dog,
1: mm-hmm. dude. The dude doesn't go away. I'm, just, I'm warning you, man. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. It's gonna be good, and that's one to watch. I mean, I'm just saying, man.